Hey guys, Tony Hustle here with podcast number 09. It's five o'clock in the morning. I'm just about to move to South Kensington in London. As I said, I'd start the podcast series again. This is podcast number nine after a very long break. Today's topic, the secret to success. My main secret is I just did it longer. I just did it harder than everybody else. And yes, in case you're wondering, that is what she said. I saw an interview with Warren Buffett the other day, the world's most successful investor ever. Started with absolutely nothing and is now worth about 80 billion just by investing. The interesting thing is that when people ask Warren Buffett, what is your secret to success? How come you're so much better than anybody else? His answer is, I'm not better. I just did it for longer than everybody else. And then I dug into that over the years. What does that really mean that he did it for longer or worked on it harder? And what he really means is by age 11, he had read every single book on investing in the Omaha library. And that's just insane amount of reading you need to do. So, you know, that puts things into perspective. You know, what did you do at the at age 11? You probably, you know, fooling around uh, knowledge and experience compounds because i think you know we're all born with the same traits none of us speaks none of us walks none of us is able to read financial statements approach girls or play tennis you know the people that get really good at something the difference between you and them it's not the skills with which they were born it's the amount of time they put into it it's the amount of time they spent on a specific skill until they got really good at it. There's the old argument, nature over nurture. So for me, it's always, you know, it's always been ridiculous to just assume that you have some talent and you can't really improve on it. I always liked the idea of being able, you know, to kick yourself up the butt, you know, to get up at 5 a.m., to work on something, you know, four or five hours before everybody else gets up. And hence, I'm starting podcasts at five o'clock in the morning. Because I know by the time people get up, you know, at like nine o'clock, I would have done already four hours of work. You know, just to give you an anecdote, when I started out in game, pretty soon I met uh, Tom Torero on the streets or on some forum. And, you know, we just we just so obsessed about game that we went out probably almost every day, you know, approach something like 50 girls a week and probably go on three, four dates a week. And I did that over years. You know, that's why I got really good at it. And actually saying that the first five years, I didn't even do straight line seduction. I probably just, you know, did number farming, but I, I never, never stopped. So then when I switched to straight line seduction and I, you know, stopped number farming, and I just started, you know, going for SDLs and instant dates. Obviously, I had a wealth of knowledge to, you know, just draw on. So anyway, that's a short introduction. That's the topic for today. Let me go through a bit more of a structured approach. So for me, I broke it down into, you know, three main factors that I think are the secret to success in almost anything, but definitely in game. The first factor is how much do you love it? If you don't love something that's really hard to do, it's gonna be too hard and you're gonna quit. So I really was obsessed with getting girls and getting hot girls. I don't know what it was. Maybe I had some insecurities. I don't know what it was, but you know, I just wanted, I just couldn't bear the fact that 
I can't go over there and approach that hot girl. It just bothered me. And I just thought, like, you know, it doesn't seem like rocket science. It's just a human talking to another human. And there must be a way I can approach that girl over there. And I was feeling anxious. And I felt like I'm not adequate. And I felt like people are watching me. And I hated that fear. And I just attacked that fear. But I just loved the idea of being able to pull off what everybody else is thinking about. And, you know, that just kept me going. And to be honest, like, sex was a massive motivation for me as well. Because I wanted to, you know, to be honest, like, bang hot chicks. You know, excuse my French, but that was true. So I just always went for that. The second factor I always thought, um, you know what's really important is how hard you work and I already talked about that for a little bit now like for me I was always a very hard worker when I wanted something it's, it's related to the law thing if I really like got up in the morning I couldn't think about anything else but that specific thing that I wanted it wasn't even you know it wasn't even a question whether I would work for it I just outwork everybody else and work extremely hard on it yeah and then and then lastly point number three for me is the idea of cloning and and cloning is something that people either have genetically or they don't or they convince themselves that cloning is a good idea and they manage to actually do it or they don't but i was always the guy that was able to basically put his ego aside and adopt somebody else's idea method or system in order to get the result because i wanted a certain result and if i watched somebody get a really good result it seemed intuitive for me to go and clone that person's idea however i see many many people that have a huge problem with the idea of cloning why do I say that? Because very often I lay out a plan for somebody to do something like, for example, a certain logistics plan or, you know, certain lines to use or a certain escalation technique um, or certain time limits, how to, how to move from spot to spot. And people just won't follow my advice because they let their emotions get in the way either it's their ego or they're scared or you know frankly speaking guys are you know too horny and they don't want to follow the advice and they start playing it safe and it's it's the inability to shut off your brain and just adopt somebody else's system irrespective of what of what you feel that really that really makes people you know repeat mistakes that they don't have to repeat and you know i had this ability to really just look at somebody who's getting extremely good results and then just say okay whatever whatever i know is probably wrong because this person gets better results let me just clone exactly what they're doing so i've always found it striking that people are unable to just shut off their brain look at somebody who's better and just you know adapt and adopt their methodology so let's go back to point number one how much you love it i love the idea of going out and picking up a hot girl most guys you know pay thousands of dollars for call girls and i get it for free and the girl actually is into it so for me you know i really like that idea and i i saw it as a game of poker 
as a game of poker where it's free for me to play. So I get to join the table as often as I want and for free. And I get to keep the jackpot if I win. So this for me is a very asymmetric bet. It means I have almost no downside. And the upside is that I take home an extremely beautiful girl and, you know, whatever, have sex with her or make her my girlfriend. For me, that kind of game as an investor is, is super interesting because it's sort of like the heads I win and tails I don't lose story. And I always love that. And it's the same way I manage my own money. You know, I, I, love, I love the kind of bets where, you know, I can put either very little money up and get a large payoff or when I put money up, the downside is protected because, you know, there's maybe a lot of cash in the bank or a lot of assets, you know, on the balance sheet. So for me, it always, always appealed to me to have sort of bets in life where the only thing I put in is my time and my effort, but the upside is huge. And, you know, I, I always uh, had a disdain for activities such as you know a regular job where you put in a lot of work and the upside is sort of kept you know it could be quite okay but it's sort of kept and and the downside is you get stuck in that job and you never fulfill your dream that was always a terrible terrible scenario for me and that's why i you know eventually quit my job even foregoing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds in income per year because it just didn't uh, just didn't appeal to me you know it's just this ability to to rationally look at it what's more valuable for you today is it to have another hundred thousand pounds in the bank or is it to have free time on your hand to create that business that you love to create and always thought about or to chase those girls that you always wanted to chase you know so people pay way too much attention to money, prestige, their social environment, and they pay way too little attention to the time and their dreams and what they really want out of life, you know? Because a good good test is if you wake up in the morning and you knew you had 24 hours and you would die the next day, what would you do? Would you really go back to work and look your boss in the eyes and say, yes, please give me another task? Or would you say, you know, fuck it, I'm going to go out today and I'm going to chase that dream for the next 24 hours, you know, before I kick the bucket. And for me, that's that's always always a good test and it makes it very clear. So I'll close point one. It's, it's the love for the game that never died within me. And that's why I get really, really good. And that's one of my secrets to success. So point number two, how hard do I work? I worked very hard because I had perfect conditions as i said i was doing the phd i was free in the afternoons i lived in central london i gamed every day for three years i did about probably 50 sets every week three to four dates a week i got laid every week with a different girl at least one and i basically if you think about it i trained like a professional athlete you know and i saw all the other guys you know that were out there, you know, doing 10 sets, doing five sets a week, they had no chance. There was no way in hell that they could outperform me. I was working way harder than they were. I was putting in hundreds and hundreds of hours. And then I was sitting down with Tom 
and then we were breaking it down and he was telling me his stories and I was telling him my stories and then we reiterated and then we wrote up you know documents and you know how are you going to compete with me how are you going to compare yourself to me if all you do is approach five girls a week and that's it you know cannot expect to get my kind of learning curve and you keep probably making the same mistakes you know and I didn't because I had somebody you know that a who helped me accountable and that was Tom it was really important because like I knew he was out so I wanted to be out as well and I had somebody who like you know to review my system against and that was really important because he reviewed his system against mine and I did review my system against him and then we exchanged ideas and that made us better and you have that same you know ability with my day game basics course you know there's the accountability I'm holding you accountable you already have a system in place that I've developed over you know 10 years you don't need to invent the reinvent the wheel again you can just take that and apply it and I don't get it why people don't do it but you know I, I just want to close on this the second key reason I get extremely good is that I trained like a professional athlete and that's why I got really good, not because I had some, you know, talent. Anyway, so the third reason I was going to segue into is, you know, the question is, how much do you repeat the mistakes that you keep making? And I didn't because I kept reviewing and I kept cloning other ideas whatever, be it mystery, be it 60 years of challenge, be it Tom Torero, be it Paul Chenka, you know, be it even people like Mihao that maybe people don't even know anymore. I, I didn't care. I just cloned whatever I saw. I tried it out and then I, you know, once I tested it and I knew it worked for me, you know, I even used stuff from Vince Kelvin and Ross Jeffries and Baxter and, you know, I didn't care. Whatever worked for me, I used it, I tested it, and then I incorporated it if I liked it, you know. And I had no problem cloning and adapting my approach to whatever works, given a certain scenario. And probably the hardest for me was to, you know, use a bit more comfort trust and being a little bit more genuine rather than just being a hardcore escalating dickhead who is like filtering hardcore just by going straight for the jugular. It took some time for me to calibrate down and to build the comfort. Actually, I used one of my, you know, maybe natural strength, which is my, you know, my, my funniness or my quick-wittedness. And, you know, in that way, I started disarming the hardcore, you know, charging, escalating character. So for me, you know, it's how much do you copy others? And I copied everything in the most shameless fashion. I stole the lines, the moves, the patterns, left, right and center. And when I, when I became good, I made up my own routines and patterns, but I never stopped cloning. Cloning is one of the most powerful tools that people are not willing to use. You can tell people all your secrets and exactly what you did, and they will still not do it and they will still not believe you. And I always had the clone gene inside me and that's why I got really, really good, you know. And you know, I, I wanna point this out. You know, I just released the Day Game Basics course and I promise you that most people will not be able 
to buy that course and go out and simply do what I say because their ego is in the way, they think they know better, they don't want to be held accountable, they don't want to be, you know, able to tell themselves, well, I didn't really do what Tony said and that's why I didn't get the results. So they would rather go with their own ideas and protect their ego and make less progress than being truthful with themselves and acknowledging that there's guys out there that are a million times better because they've put in much, much more effort. You know, basically what you're doing if you're not following somebody's advice who is really good, you're basically saying, you know, let me go and invest my personal money and I have a choice. Either I do it myself or I'll ask Warren Buffett to help me. No, fuck Warren Buffett. He knows nothing. Let me do it myself. That's what you're doing. That's the equivalent to not following, for example, the Day Game Basics course. You know, that's what you're basically doing. And the only reason you're doing it is because you're emotional. You're fearful of, you know, rejection. You're fearful of having to say, oh, I did the course and I didn't get the results. And you're probably also fearful of your own ability to actually go out and do the hard work and you know that there's an accountability mirror that is going to put it in your face. Look, man, you didn't do the work. So now you have no excuse, you know, no limiting beliefs. Like, I'm older, I'm small, I'm black, whatever the fuck you are. And that's why people don't do it. Because they don't want to be held accountable and they want to be able to go to bed at night and say, yeah, but I'm different. So what Tony says doesn't really apply. Trust me. If you have the ability, put your ego aside, clone and follow a system that's proven, you will succeed. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not saying my system is the only system out there. The only thing I'm saying is, don't think that you know better, because there are people out there that have done it for years and years and years, put in thousands and thousands of hours of work. And you shouldn't put those people just to the side. You should consider what these people have discovered and try to find the nuggets of wisdom and then go out and put in the hard work and do it, but don't reinvent the wheel, okay? Use what other people have already produced. Cloning is super powerful. Those are my secrets to success. They're not magic pills, but if you follow these three rules, love what you do, work really, really hard, and never stop cloning the best people in your field, I promise you, you will get laid, you will get successful, you will get what you want. And with that, Tony, hustle out. Booyah, kasha.